Welcome into the Outlaw Lawyers. Coming up today on the program, Supreme Court, Jack Daniels Property versus VIP Products. We also will discuss a new North Carolina marijuana bill, and North Carolina also has a bill to eliminate pistol permits. That and much, much more coming up on the Outlaw Lawyers. And now, Outlaw Lawyer. Welcome into the Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. They are your hosts. The power behind this program, obviously, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. And the fellas, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Joining us from the Moorhead City office is Cassandra Nicholas. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Want to remind you, too, their office is located for Whitaker and Hamer in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, and Gastonia, as well as the aforementioned Moorhead City. If you are facing a legal situation, we've got a phone number for you. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Just call, leave a contact info, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And also, you can email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Josh, take it away. All right. All right. It's another week. We got another show. We got another show full of uh, interesting legal topics to tackle. But, Joseph, we can never go straight into interesting legal topics right away. Yeah, we got to start out talking about how depressed you were when you came in here. <laughs> Man, you ever have one of those nights where you wake up? Like, I went to bed early, but I woke up like every hour, whether it was, uh, you know, I'm getting up there. So whether it was to pee, right? I, I got to get up and do that every TMI, now and again. TMI, TMI, TMI. <laughs> Everybody pees. <laughs> and then uh, my wife was uh, setting up some kind of fan, and it, it dropped like 82 times in a row. It was like comical how many times it, it dropped. Wait, while you were sleeping, she's putting a fan on? Yeah, she decided she wanted a fan. We have this. We have the, We have a lot of fans, right? Uh, we're, we're, we're raised in the South. We got the ceiling fans. I got fans on the, I got fans everywhere. You don't sleep with a fan, Joseph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hang on. I, I have, have one. I don't have we're, like we're a talking about the actual fans everywhere. Rotating fan. Right? Yeah, right, right. we're not talking about like you got people cheering you on. <laughs> Cassandra, you sleep with fans, right? Two. Yeah. yeah double fans. <laughs> so she was trying to get the second fan up and running and it kept falling down. And she was like, oh, I hope I didn't wake you up. I was like, yeah, you woke me up. You dropped like a huge fan. Who's who's building fans at night? So I got up this morning and I felt like I was well rested. And then I got to the studio and I like left my coffee at home. It's uh, it's going downhill real fast, but I'm. I'm well, you came in hot, though. Like, you come in, you look like a, a, a slug that had salt poured on. You know, you left your Willie Nelson tumbler. <laughs> but then as soon as you come in, you're like, I, I, have, that, I have that upstairs. I have that upstairs, by the way. Yeah, I got I to gotta get that Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson and the family tumbler. A tumbler. Is that what it's called? Tumbler coffee holder? Yeah. Yeah, tumbler. That works. Uh, that works. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to find the energy. You found it. I, I see your eyes. You got a <laughs> twinkle in them now, man. We're going we're gonna to persevere and we're, we're going to get through all this stuff. But, uh, uh, what's happening, guys? Y'all doing well? Yeah, yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? Other than <laughs> Cassandra, sleepy. Cassandra's always, you know, she, Cassandra's remoting in from Morehead City. She's not in the office with us. Cassandra, are you doing well? I'm great. Weather's good. <laughs> Weather, yeah, it's finally, it's finally getting warm. Spring is in the air. What is warm to you? Because you come from a very cold place. I do but i moved for a reason like no, I I for 80 plus and we're on our way i went to the pier this weekend and was it was cloudy i was on the pier for like 30 minutes and i am sunburnt like <laughs> my face is peeling so i'm starting <laughs> off the season on a great note i think this uh i think this weekend i got it in the high 80s it's gonna be nice man we're almost that's there nice, we're man. getting there that's good mm-hmm. i think i think the entire united states needs like a good spring yeah i agree with that there's a lot of bad stuff in the news about bad economy news i think we mm-hmm. all just need a good solid spring weekend at the lake or the beach i think that's mm-hmm. what we need nice and we got the final four this weekend too oh, yeah, that's right. a thing <laughs> Well, I think it's a cool Final mm-hmm. Four because there's no one there that we really expected to be there, which is cool. That's a good point, man. That's I, a good point. I've been waiting for all the national news outlets to come out and apologize to the ACC, right, since we're yeah. the last power conference standing. Yeah. I it agree. hasn't happened, though. No, they should, man. We should hold them to it. <laughs> I don't know how we boycott this radio show until they do it. <laughs> I don't know how we force their hands, you know. Well, how about, how about a bunch of letters? What is it, Miami and Virginia Tech on the women's side? Yeah, Virginia Tech on the women's side is pretty good, man. I, uh... I was watching that game the other night. I watch a lot of women's basketball. Do you? No, no. Uh, but I watched that one, man. I watched that one. I had a, uh, I was. Um, There's a Hurricanes game on. I watch a lot of sports, man. 
Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. And, um, man, you know what I noticed about the the women's basketball game? This is the, it's the only game I've watched this year, and I watch bits and pieces of it. A lot of three-second calls, man. A whole lot of three-second calls. Saw several. Really? Yeah, it was very interesting. Hmm. I still was like... Like in the paint? Yeah, yeah. Uh, five-second call. No, 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 no. Three-second call. Three Guys, seconds. It's three seconds it's in the paint. <laughs> it's five... It used to be the five seconds closely guarded when dribbling, and they changed the rule in college to where I think you have to have the ball... Pick the ball up before they'll start the clock counting. Uh, I don't know why we took that away, man. I like that rule. I like the five-second closely guarded rule. You know, and, and, and the kids, I have to coach a lot of kids why basketball these days, and it's a five-second rule in the paint for the kids. Yeah. And uh, it's not called. You don't see it called in the men's game a lot anymore. You know, you don't see I don't think they enforce it properly. That was one that I got a lot of, man. I got several <laughs> several of those uh, those calls, man. In it's the paint. So, yeah, it's so uh, three seconds ain't a lot of time, man. It's fun to camp out down there. It's just fun to get comfortable. Yeah, and, you watch, uh, but you watch regular yeah. season ball, and yeah. they're in there a lot longer than three No, they seconds. are. Yeah, I think. Uh, now they're just calling it. And now there's, well, the women. They call it for the women's game, man. I think they're sticklers for the rules. I tell you what, man, it's hard to be, it's hard to be a referee. You know, I, I was with a with an organization where you help coach youth basketball, but you also would step in. Everybody took turns uh, refing games, and uh, I did that one time. Uh, I refed like a whole night of like, I think it was eight, nine year old league basketball. And this was that's a while. Tough. This isn't like today. Cause that's this at the age two where they're not, they're just getting the skills to even be able to play what resembles a that's game right. of basketball. Right. So you have to, there's a fine line between, cause you'd call something every play if you want. That's to. right. So you have to let a lot of stuff go by the nature of the game or there is no game. It's right. It's just a bunch of kids inbounding the ball. Unless you to, have integrity and then you just sit there and you blow every play. <laughs> they inbound. <laughs> And you're just telling the parents to shut up. That's got to be one of the most thank, thank, thankless jobs I bet you see of what, all time. I bet you that was 2013, 2014. So it's been a while since I had to I had to do that. I will never do that again, man. Yeah, no one's coming up to the to ref after the 9, 10-year-old basketball game. That was a great – you called a great one. That was fantastic. <laughs> you know? it, was, it, was, it was three games in a row. I think I called the first one. And the, by the time the last one, man, just between parents – and oh, uh, how many times did you say sit down and shut up? Well, well, <laughs> not enough. This game, we we actually threw a parent. There was a parent who had had. had uh, anyway, uh, we threw Wait, a parent, threw a parent out. out. That had to feel good. Yikes. No, it was terrible. Well, yeah. well, you got him out. You got him <laughs> out of there. But um, was there a kid playing? You don't even know. I don't know. Yeah, you didn't remember. do it. I just remember having an exit interview when you got him out there. <laughs> I just, I just know, you know, because I, I try not to criticize the referees. As an NC State basketball fan, we often criticize the referees, yeah. right? Yeah. Really? Sure. But well, sometimes <laughs> the referees aren't above reproach, man. But it's a tough job. That's a tough job, man. That's AI. That's where AI should go. We should get the AI to start. Uh, <laughs> Referee in these games, man, calling them, calling it by the book. We should get Cassandra's robot dogs in there, and yeah. call them, That's right. barking at people. <laughs> people would, uh, you wouldn't mouth off to like a, a robot dog calling a game. I used to get a lot of texts in my day. It was a real mouthy to the refs. I learned though, man. I eventually learned that it wasn't helpful. Nah. You it was back talk? Be, I can't imagine you back talk. I don't even think I, I don't remember, man. But I, I knew I learned. I was, I adapted. And it was a few <laughs> of those texts, man. And I was like, all right. I'm going to be nice to these guys. I'm going to be their friend. I know. Super I, sassy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point being, the refs are a hard job. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. That was and, and I think it could be a harder job being a ref for, like, the kids, man. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, just because, you again, you got the, like you said, you can call something every single play, which I think would be hilarious. Like, you just get out there, no one even, <laughs> there's zero plays that are completed. It's zero, zero. That's a travel. That's yeah. a travel. That's a travel. Another on, travel. Man. Yeah. Well, I think you get to a higher level too, and it, it's it's almost like a game because they uh, they were interviewing Danny Hurley, um, uh, which is Bobby Hurley's brother, who's the head coach at UConn, and they're asking him about the game and how it's being officiated, and he goes, "I'm not going to say anything because," and he named the official. Yeah, he's like, "He's right there. <laughs> he's right there." And they they pan to him, and he's just sitting there laughing, smiling, and so it is a little bit of a game, and you, you kind of have to give give the refs a little bit of a break and. If they make a bad call, guess what? Next time down, you're probably going to get a call. Well, God, God bless the referees. I know there's like a nationwide shortage, right? There's some places where they like had to cancel leagues because they couldn't find they couldn't find refs. First toilet paper, now referees, man. What's next? <laughs> it's, it's always... Ser servers at restaurants. Nah. Oh, that's going on right now. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's tough, but. Uh... All right, guys. Well, we got a lot of legal stuff to talk about. And uh, now that we're properly warmed up, uh, we're up against a break. But next segment, we're going to talk about a Supreme Court case. Uh, United States Supreme Court just had oral arguments last week for a case, Jack Daniels Properties. 
versus VIP products. And uh, Cassandra, I think I got this right. VIP products makes, among other things, dog toys. That's correct. All right. So they have a they has a trademark infringement case where a uh, toy maker made a dog toy that was a little trying to make fun of a Jack Daniels product was too similar. And now it's in front of the U.S. Supreme Court. So I thought that would be fun to talk about trademarks, trademark infringement and dog toys. And then we have two laws in North Carolina. One was just uh, sponsored uh, by, I think, like eight or nine uh, NC State legislators. But uh, it was a, it's another bill to legalize marijuana in all forms and expunge past criminal offenses. So that's uh, that's definitely worth talking about. And then there's going to be a lot of changes. It looks like coming up to the pistol permit process in North Carolina. So that was in the news a lot. So. That's what we try to do here. We try to pull these items out of the news that kind of have legal context and then and kind of fill in that context and uh, cover it like a practicing attorneys would. And so that's what we're going to do today, Morgan. I tell you, I think we're going to we're probably going to experience a rating spike, at least in this first or second segment, because we're going to be talking about Jack Daniels and dog toys. Very popular with so many people out there. The outlaw lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, Whitaker and Hamer law firms, where you can find them. They're the managing partners there, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Joining us from the Moorhead City office is Cassandra Nicholas. And again, if you've got a legal situation that you're facing, got some questions, you can always call the firm. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the program, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com, and we'll use them on a future program. We're back with more Outlaw Lawyer right after this. Outlaw Lawyers. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer are your hosts. They're the managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in the great state of North Carolina. Offices located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and in Moorhead City. And our very own Cassandra Nicholas, an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer, joining us from that Moorhead City office. Josh, we've got legalese. Yeah, so the you know the U.S. Supreme Court's been in session and uh They've had a lot of cases going to oral arguments. We don't have a lot of decisions yet. A lot of times on this show, we'll wait to talk about a U.S. Supreme Court case until we see what the justices have decided Till we can actually read the opinion of the court. Uh, Supreme Court's doing that a little differently this year. They're not releasing those as they go. They're kind of saving them all up, and they're going to get released in bunches. But anyway... Last week, I saw this case and I kind of looked at the oral arguments that were being made. You know, that's what happens at the U.S. Supreme Court. Eventually, you have oral arguments. And just like a small claims courtroom here in Wake County, the attorneys, you know, whoever go in there and they make arguments and then the justices get to ask them questions. And so this one was kind of kind of funny if you're into that, if you're like us and you like to do that kind of stuff. It was. Yeah, if you yeah, if you like dogs and you like liquor. Yeah, this is the one for you. <laughs> so this is uh, this was Jack Daniels Properties versus VIP Products, and so the uh, well, I guess Cassandra, tell us a little bit about what's going on with this one. So the VIP Products created a dog toy that looks similar to a Jack Daniels bottle, but there are a number of like notable differences. But the argument is whether like. Are those differences enough that a reasonable consumer would believe that this product is not made or sponsored by Jack Daniels and is actually a parody of it? Uh, so that's what's being argued. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a dog toy, right? This is a dog toy yeah. that has some of the uh, notable trademarks maybe of, uh, of a Jack Daniels and uh, they have used it. Uh, on this product, it's real funny, right? You give your it's real funny. You give yeah. your dog a dog toy that's a liquor bottle, or yeah, it looks like yeah. a liquor product. I'm looking at it, and it yeah, it, it's it's very similar. Uh, it, it, it the pattern, the branding uh, doesn't uh, obviously doesn't say Jack Daniels anywhere. Emulates the text, clear picture of a dog not included on the Jack Daniels bottle, and and of course it's called Bad Spaniels as opposed to Jack Daniels. There's your summary. And then the text under it uh, is changed. So it says, the old number two on your Tennessee carpet. <laughs> so anyway, so you laugh at that. That's Jack Daniels. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, they, and they said, you know, they said it was a parody. And um, 
I saw one of the quotes from uh, Kagan, I believe it was, said, uh, maybe I maybe I have no sense of humor, she but I don't see the parody in this. <laughs> and uh, if you can't read the old number two on your Tennessee carpet, and maybe you don't like poop jokes, right? Like, we're not going to hold that against you, but you can, you, you can see it. I will tell you something, man. This is this is not pertaining to this case, but I will tell you, none of those Supreme Court justices probably have a very good sense of humor. They they probably have neglected their sense of humor. Yeah, because if you do, you get you probably get up there and just make a, a mockery of it, man. You can't do that. But I, you know, we like to get together. We like to have a good time. We, we like, like to have a good time. We like to we like to be funny. We like to make light of of certain things when it's appropriate. But and I talk to a lot of people. We go out. We're talking to a lot of people in our practice, right? As as lawyers, we consult with a lot of people. We talk to a lot of people. We go out, right? We 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 talk to people. You we know. party. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> what are you? Are you, what are you getting that? Are, right? are you down to party? Uh, I'm, I, what I'm what I'm saying is, you know, our job. Some jobs, you you go to your office, you're in your cubicle, you do what you're paid to do, and you leave, and you're not really talking to a lot of people. But in our line of work. You know, we, we talk to large groups of people. We're talking to people every day. Uh, and I will tell you, a lot of people maybe do not, maybe, maybe, uh, um, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> I have no idea. I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say that a lot of people have no sense of humor. That's right. Yeah. Com- yeah. I, I was with you. I think comedy in general is lost on, on a lot of folks. There's a lot of miserable folks out there, man. A life without humor I what can't, is that? I can't imagine. What do you man. do? You just sit around. And you're serious all the time. You read the encyclopedia, <laughs> and, uh, and so you're just sad. Wouldn't you just be sad? So Jack Daniels, this is this is where it's coming to play. Jack Daniels does not have a sense of humor with this. They see this as a product that's infringing on their trademark. If they ever decide to make a dog toy, maybe they think they'd make something like this. So trademark law is something that's very much protected, especially in the U.S. Probably more than anywhere in the world. We have very detailed trademark laws what's an infringement what isn't but parody is 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 usually protected <clears throat> and that's why you know snl can do certain things with logos i just saw did you see the one with woody harrelson yeah did you yeah. see the one that had the, the what's the what's the name of that box where you uh you poop in the box and you send it back and it tests you for colon cancer what's that called i uh man I, you know i'm up on a lot of things <laughs> but uh i've been slipping on my my poop box <laughs> Uh, research, man. Right. I mean, you explained it well, though. Col- We've, like, we- I know what you're talking about. Colaguard yeah. is that Col- what it is? Something like yeah. that. Very yeah. good. But did Very you see good. the little skit that Woody Harrelson did about I that? saw some of his skits. I did. I don't. You're going to have to summarize it for well, me, Well, I'm man. not going to. Anyway. Oh. But anyway, <clears throat> the, a lot of that stuff was trademarked, and they changed, you know, they changed some of the stuff. Well, and, and SNL does that a lot, too, right? Because it's parody. Sure. Right? It's parody. It's not... The, the, Which is protected free speech. It's protected under the First Amendment. So parody, political speech, right? If there was... Some kind of Jack Daniels political, I don't know which, I don't know how it would involve politics, but you could, you could use that, right? So there's a lot of ways that trade, what would otherwise be trademark infringement is protected under the First Amendment. And, and so that's what Jack Daniels is trying to do. Jack Daniels is trying to say, hey, this isn't parody. This is a commercial product that was only created to make money. And that's what they're doing. They're making money off of it. It's not parody. It's not political speech. It shouldn't be protected. And from watching the oral arguments, the Supreme Court really seemed to not see the humor. Some of them didn't. Jack, I like this. uh, The company's attorney writes, Jack Daniels loves dogs and appreciates a good joke as much as anyone. But Jack Daniels likes its customers even more and doesn't want them confused or associating its fine whiskey with dog poop. (laughs) That's a real quote, man. And and, and mind you, taking a case to the Supreme Court is not is not a cheap uh, ordeal. So Jack Daniels doesn't like this to the point where they've gone through <laughs> yeah. district court, court well, I of I think appeals. it's a slippery slope thing, right? Like they, you know, the assumption being that, like it's not just this dog toy. It's the whole argument that, uh, you know, they can do it. Anybody can do it, essentially. Yeah, Well, but and money-wise, that's on the other side of it, too. Jack Daniels, I don't know VIP products or whatever, but I just assume Jack Daniels has more money. But the other company wants to keep this specific dog toy so badly that it's willing to not concede all the way to the Supreme Court. This is their number one idea right here, man. (laughs) This is their brand. You obviously don't subscribe to the VIP products, uh, the the monthly newsletter. Are they sold out? I I mean, if they weren't, (laughs) yeah. If they weren't, well, they might be. I can be order now. one right now. I don't have a dog, but I could someday. (laughs) I thought it was interesting. You had a lot of companies that that stepped up and. uh, filed their amicus briefs and they they wrote in support of jack daniels a lot of these bigger 
you know, these bigger labels, Nike, Campbell Soup. I don't know how those two were. The t- <laughs> I don't know how we put those together, but a lot of folks wrote in support of Jack Daniels because a lot of, you know, these companies, they, they work hard on the brand. And I mm-hmm. think they look at it as a potential tarnishing of their brand or confusing folks. I don't, I, I, to me, Who's confused? Yeah, to me, <laughs> I can, you know, I, I, and this is, this goes back to a lot of people don't have sense of humors or a sense of humor. Right. There's a lot of people that are just stupid too, man. None of our listeners, nobody listening right. to this show, obviously. Right. Yeah. Smartest um, show on. <laughs> yeah. Geniuses. But there's a lot of dumb people out there, man. And there are people genuinely like there's somebody who would probably buy this and I can't drink it. I you know, I don't know, man. Well, I never I, put I, it past I, anybody. I, I, from a non-attorney point of view, is it more precedent? They're very concerned about, I mean, the Nikes and the Campbell Soups. Are we going to see swoosh-type uh, chew toys or soup can-type chew toys well, yeah, in the future? Yeah, I think that there's, a, there's a limit that. to it, right? Yeah. Like, there is a limit, and there's a line to everything, and there's a, there is a... There's a dog toy that you could have a problem with, you know, in this sense that 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 would not be deemed to be protected free speech. Uh, I just don't know if this is this is the one. It's such a fun yeah, line. There's a, Go ahead. a lot of alcohol related dog toys. <laughs> I know you said, there's Cassandra, you only white. exclusively give your dogs alcohol related dog toys. Isn't that how <laughs> you say right. that? There's there's a white claw related one that looks exactly like a white claw can and it just says pup claw and that's the only difference. <laughs> you know my dogs all love liquor. That's one. Thing. <laughs> there's uh, there's uh, you know me and Joe often will will watch some pro wrestling, but I know out there somewhere speaking of white claw, there's a tag team. Do you ever see this tag team? I don't know, man. You have to give me more than that. You just throw in white claw. No, no, no. I want everybody to notice just how excited, how excited Josh is. He perked he's, up, he's, man. He's about to talk about wrestling. He's about to talk no, about it's, wrestling. It's not It's the white claws. He loves white claws, man. <laughs> these guys, these guys, they were like, uh, you know, they're 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 supposed to be like country guys, right? And they're they're a tag team. And they call themselves uh, the White Claw Outlaws. And I always thought that was a really good hey, name. Is this like a recent thing? I don't know. I don't think it's super like the past couple of years. They're going to sue. They're, they're going to sue White Claw. Man. I know, that's not parody. <laughs> but this is this is a super fine line to, you know, you you wouldn't think something like this. The court will radically alter um, the rules. And I don't know what kind of new test you create. I don't know how you if you decide that this is too commercial and this isn't protected. What kind of test do you put in place to carve it out? So the next case can you know, you can apply this logic. I mean, that's always the big thing. It's uh you hear the Supreme Court folks say slipper will say slippery slope, right? It's a slippery slope. Once you say this one thing's not allowed, well then somebody's gonna bring a case for the thing that's right right down the mountain. And do mm-hmm. you do you carve that well, one yeah. off? Well, like you were talking about SNL, like they're not selling a product, but they are making money potentially tarnishing brands and making money off of it. So it's uh yeah. I don't know. I think that's one of those things that's like uh you know, some things you just have to protect, even if on the outside on the on the outside of the circle there's some questionable calls in 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 order not to just give it all away you you kind of have to even protect those and I, I think the court here will say probably say this is okay just to avoid having to create a new test for attorneys or, or kind of potentially open the floodgates for more litigation like this because again the big companies like like Cassandra said Jack Daniels has got some money um, and Nike's got some money so if you give them an opportunity to uh, sue folks like VIP products, though certainly can take it. It's no skin off their back, and they're protecting their brand. You're not a Jack Daniels guy, are you? Really? Uh, I've never been a Jack Daniels guy. Yeah, me either, man. Yeah, there's there's a couple of yeah, gentleman Jacks. All right, right. Once you gentleman Jacks, fine. Maybe, but I can't. Maybe for you. <laughs> It's not a white claw. You ever had one of those? Uh, no, I have never had a white claw. It's like a or seven. Yeah. You ever had a uh, wow. Capri Sun? You ever had yeah, one of those? Yeah, delicious. <laughs> Drink like 72 of those at once, man. They should make a Capri Sun that's marketed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, that's the million dollar idea right there. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol packaged as Capri Suns. And bigger portions. Know, man. I got to worry about the kids. That's That gets back to like. I uh, used to. I used to work Camel smoking cigarettes. In high school, I worked at, I worked at Arby's. And, uh, like, I still like Arby's to this day, which is saying something, right? If you work in a restaurant and you still eat their food, that's yeah, pretty good. The, yeah. the fact yeah. that you named it and you like it, that's yeah. good. Don't, yeah. don't go the other way. No, no. I, I enjoy Arby's. I still <laughs> go to Arby's. So Arby's, uh, is delicious. But when I, when I started working there in high school, they had Hawaiian punch on the, the Found, soda machine. Yeah. Found, yeah. yeah. And so this guy there, that's all we drank. We drank either oh, yeah, Fanta, Fanta orange drink or Hawaiian punch constantly. There's this one guy that worked there in the back, and he'd come up and he'd fill up. He had his, speaking of tumblers, he had this huge tumbler. 
and this was like the mid nineties and he would fill it up with Hawaiian punch and he would add mounds of sugar to it. Nice. Now you got to put the, if you don't put the sugar in there, man, it doesn't, it, the sugar counteracts the vitamin C and you don't want too much of that. <laughs> so <laughs> you put a couple pounds of sugar in your high in your, it, and it's perfect, man. It basically reduces it to the most nutritious thing you can drink. It was delicious. It was yeah. delicious. Yeah, man. The Outlaw Liars, Josh Whitaker, Joe Hamer, and joining us from the Moorhead City office, Cassandra Nicholas. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. If you've got a legal situation that you are facing and you need some help, you've got a question, you can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call's about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. You can always email your questions to the show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We're back right after this. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, Managing Partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, offices located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. And joining us from the Moorhead City office, Cassandra Nicholas, she is remote. want to remind you, they are the managing partners at Whitaker and Hamer, Josh and Joe, and practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. If you've got a legal situation you're facing, again, uh, we get into all these different topics and you may have a question you need an answer to, you can always call the firm. 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Just leave your contact information. Briefly what the call is about. An attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email this show, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We'll use those questions on a future broadcast. We're going to get smoking in this next segment. Yeah, me and Joseph, we've talked about this one a time or two. Uh, I think maybe even last week it came up. Did we? Maybe. 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 It's one of our soapbox issues. Yeah. So. It's one of we we you, we did. I think you're right. I think we did. I think you're right. You got all puffed up about it. I yeah, remember. I remember. Yeah. So this uh this week, uh just this week, uh some North Carolina legislators, I think it's seven, eight, maybe nine legislators uh, sponsored a bill. It's odd when you have that many people sponsor a bill. It's not customary. Usually it's one or two people sponsoring a bill. But we got a lot of people who sponsored a bill to basically legalize uh, certain amounts of marijuana in all forms. This isn't medicinal. This isn't, uh, you know, this is recreational. This is just marijuana in all forms up to a certain amount um, saying, hey, and really just comparing it to alcohol, which is what I think me and Joseph are doing. You know, at some point, uh, you know, why, you know, it, it, they just kind of compared it to prohibition. And then you're having folks, this is what me and Joe were getting to, you're having folks getting locked up, right? We're having to pay police officers to put their lives in, in jeopardy to arrest people who, you know, have a small amount of, of marijuana on them. And, and sometimes that just doesn't make sense to, to me as an attorney. I don't know, Joseph, maybe it makes sense to you. No, I mean, I mean, I always come back to the, you know, al- you, you look at it and alcohol being something that's legal that you can drink. We just did a whole segment talking about right, right. how much you love Jack Daniels and you like to pound it <laughs> and how you want Capri sons that are alcoholic. And, uh, you know, but, but yeah, it's, it's not, it's kind of nuts to, uh, completely keep it, uh, illegal considering the fact that I don't think any, you know, there's, I don't think there's, there's, I don't know what kind of, a, at this point in time, in this day and age, uh, with the availability of marijuana in general, with the fact that it's legal in several states, you know, very close by, I don't think folks are having that much trouble finding marijuana, that want to find marijuana and smoke marijuana. Um, so I just don't know what, I don't know how much benefit the the just strict prohibition of marijuana is having at this point. I could be wrong. Especially I'm just with the idiot, tide of but movement. Still like in other states, like we border Virginia and they've already moved on this issue. So anyone attempting to get weed in some sort of easier legal way just needs to cross a border. And, uh, and that's not to say that anything legal elsewhere, we, we're going to do it here. You know, if they say it's, it's, right. you know, th- that's not the, that's not really the point, but at the same time, you, there's, there's several other factors that play into it as well. Right. But uh, I just don't know what, what the benefit is to keeping it completely prohibited at this point. And, and, and I think you can make an argument that there are several benefits to some form of legalization. Um, again, you don't, you don't say it's the wild west. You don't say anybody can do what they want anytime. Um, but I just don't, I don't know what you really lose in, in that sense. 
Yeah, I'm usually I'm usually the guy like I think everything was just fine the way it was in like 1987, right? 1987, everything was fine. We didn't need to change anything. But I would change I would change this law, just just what it does to people's records, right? You know, just people getting tagged with with possession of small amounts and then having to work to expunge that or, um, you know, you know, I've known people who had more than a small amount, right. Who've, who've ended up in federal prison. And, and I just don't know if these are the kind of people, you know, if we're going to have to pay for prison, pay for people to enforce laws. I'm not sure a lot of these folks are getting put away, you know, as a society, if we all came together and looked at it reasonably, I don't know that we'd all agree that this is the best use of our limited, resources. Uh, yeah, we do have limited resources. That's a good point. And, um, you know, if you were, if you were really making a, if you were trying to make a pro marijuana argument, you could argue that, uh, there's a potential to generate substantial tax revenue to potentially increase the resources and then double down and use those increased resources for, uh, violent crime. And, and, and the other things that you would argue that we should potentially care more about. Um, but again, we don't, we don't take sides here, man. So I'm not making that argument. I'm just saying someone could make that argument. And someone could also make the argument that marijuana is terrible and uh, there's, there's, there's lives that it's ruined. And sure. I, I think that's the case. You know, I'm not someone who's going to sit here and say there's, gen- there's, we, there's no problem with it whatsoever. Let folks smoke it unfettered, unregulated. Um, you know, I, I, I don't think that's the case either. Uh, but I also I think a lot of the things you can say about it, you, you make the same argument about alcohol very, very easily. And um, there's, to me, you're not, these laws aren't seeking to just make it a free for all. You you still have restrictions in place that will be enforced that will regulate and, you know, keep it out of the hands of the, the you know, the, the young kids and things like that. The things that we have a societal interest to protect, but you can still get, some benefit of it. You're not sending folks to jail for it that, you know, are arguably using it responsibly. You're generating revenue off of it. Um, I just think there's there, the pros outweigh the cons potentially. Yeah. I think, I think, I think at this point in time, there's, it's hard to, I think it's hard to justify. Honestly, the way that, that we control alcohol maybe is a little outdated too in North Carolina, but the way we treat uh, alcohol and especially you know, a drug like marijuana. And, and we talked about gambling a couple of times, you know, the people that want to do those things are going to do those, all things. three of those things at right. the same time. Sometimes that's man. right. The people who want to do those things are going to do those things. I, I don't know. Fighting those battles is, is really worthwhile anymore. I think it's a losing battle is what I think it is ultimately. Um, you know, so I don't know. This, and it costs resources, Joshua. Yeah. It costs resources. It, it you know, it can ruin lives and, uh, I don't know. I, I hopefully, hopefully this gets somewhere. I don't know. So these are Democratic. I think these are seven Democratic senators who introduced it. I don't know in North Carolina what the official Republican position is on uh, if this is something they would cross the line to support. But uh, I don't know. Man. There is a dual track with this. You are talking about the, the bill recently introduced that would uh, legalize just more generally. But just a couple of weeks ago, the medical version of the medical marijuana one passed in the North Carolina Senate. Um, so there is dual track for legalization, depending on how broadly. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it, and that's good. You know, that's, uh, I think that's going to be the standard nationwide sooner rather than later. So, you know, I think it's, it's a foregone conclusion at this point. It's just going to happen at some point it's one just way or the other at, at some point. I think that's my, that's a prediction that I'm making <laughs> unless some weird, crazy study comes out that says, you know, there's some unforeseen consequences that we don't truly understand. I don't anticipate that. Um, but yeah, I, I think I that's wonder, the way it's going. I wonder if it'll move and flip federally before all states move to legalize. Yeah, that's weird because, yeah, it's still a controlled substance on the federal level, and there's been no movement on that issue in, in a long time, yeah. as far as I can tell. You know, they need to go, you know, me and my wife, we we like Willie Nelson. We go to a lot of Willie Nelson concerts, and there's always tell a guy. Yeah, there's always a guy at the Willie Nelson concert. He'll talk to you about how marijuana is medicine, and, you know, they don't want you to heal your body. Have you ever run into that guy anywhere? Well, I don't go to a lot of Willie Nelson <laughs> concerts, but uh, I've seen that guy at other places. <laughs> that guy's not just at the Willie Nelson concert. Man. That guy's all over the they place. They need to get that guy on, like, the Senate floor and just tell him. I don't know if that guy's the guy, man. I don't know if that guy's the guy. I think you need uh, – there's other guys that could do it, but that guy – 
No, nah, man. <laughs> that guy, let that guy hang out at the concert right. with his people. Yeah. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. Offices located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. Yes, that's convenient, folks. Every corner, practically, they've got an office. Cassandra Nicholas, an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer, joining us from that Moorhead City office. And uh, we remind her to stay off the pier, even on a cloudy day. Coming up on the program, we got more from the North Carolina, uh, I guess the state of North Carolina, bill to eliminate pistol permits. That's going to be up next. So if you've got a legal situation that you are facing, you can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. If you've got a question about it, that's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call's about. An attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the program, questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We're back right after this. are back on the Outlaw Lawyers. Your hosts are Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm. Of course, the firm, the power behind the program. Offices located Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City, which is where Cassandra Nicholas is joining us from. She is remote. And if you've got any situation you're facing, you can always call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. Leave your contact information briefly what that calls about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. Again, 800-659-1186. Josh? All right, guys, I figured I'd start this by asking Joseph and Cassandra, have you guys ever gone through the pistol permit process in North Carolina? No. Uh, no, man. No, um, I haven't. So until this week, if you wanted a, uh, if you wanted to buy a handgun, so, you know, pistol is, re- is a referring to handgun, like if you want to go buy a hunting rifle, you want to go buy a shotgun, you just walk into the store, you just buy it. Mm-hmm. They'll run up, they'll do whatever they do, background check or whatever, but you just walk out with your shotgun or your or your your hunting rifle. But if you wanted a handgun, um, you couldn't buy it unless you went down to the sheriff's office. I think it was, I don't know, fifty bucks or so. They're gonna do a a more severe background check on you and um give you a pistol permit. You get five at a time. Five at a time. So I got five. The last time I went, I had, uh, because if you're going to go through it, you might as well get. Might as well get as many as you can. Because they're good. I can't remember how long they were good for. It doesn't matter anymore, but they're a couple of years. So I still got one in my truck because I only used four of my five. You're talking about your pistols or are you talking about your permits? Permits. Okay. So I still got one pistol permit in the hopper um, because for a while, especially during the pandemic, there was a big backlog because you have to go through the county sheriff's department. Some sheriff's departments are quicker than others. I think Johnston County has a good rep- uh, good reputation of yeah, kind of getting folks, through them. The Joko folks want their pistol permits, man. Well, Wake, Wake County under our last sheriff really bogged down, and there was a huge waiting period. And I think Mecklenburg County was probably the same uh, from what I heard. So getting a handgun took some time, took some effort, involved some fees. Mm-hmm. Some people think that's really good. Some people maybe not. I, I don't know. But the North Carolina uh, – Legislator, legislators passed a bill to eliminate. Uh, there, there's a couple of bills now to kind of take some things away from local sheriffs. Um, but this one was a pistol permit bill that that got away. Got, just you don't need them anymore. Right. So I got tired of getting pistol permits and um, I got sick of getting these pistol permits. <laughs> so I, I got my once you get your concealed carry, you can just You're good. Yeah, right. You just yeah. do what you need yeah. to do. So that's why I never use my last. Just do what you permit. need to do. <laughs> <laughs> but. So pistol permits. So so they sent it to the governor, right? They said, "Hey, we're gonna we've passed this bill where we're gonna eliminate the need to go to the sheriff and get a pistol permit." Uh, governor uh, Governor Cooper vetoed it. He doesn't veto a lot because um, governors don't like to get their vetoes overturned. And right now, uh, there's enough votes to overturn it, so it went back. And sure enough, the legislature, with some Democrats and Republicans coming together, overturned the veto. And so, one Democrat. Oh, just one. Uh, I wish it was more. It bipartisan. sounds Yeah, that's that's still bipartisan. That is bipartisan. <laughs> How many buys do you need to have a partisan? <laughs> so so it's it's done, right? And this just came down this week. I don't know how it'll play out, but I'm, I might go walk into Cabela's tomorrow. And oh man, you can see it in your eyes. More more guns <laughs> and um, busting up into Cabela's. But I don't know. But I, you're saying this is irrelevant for people who already have a concealed carry permit. Yeah, it doesn't change like, anything for, for yeah, guys you guys like us. Carry, you're good for guys like us, yeah. 
You gonna go buy you a gun today now that you found that out, Cassandra? Well, I don't have to. I hear the pier is rough down that way. (laughs) So, (laughs) no, the uh, you know it's it's kind of an antiquated process, and 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 you know, of course, we've had some horrific gun violence in the in the nation this week, and so it's uh, it's nothing to make light of, but. What was this do? You know, I guess that was the legislature's point. Is like, what yeah, is? What are, you, what, are you, what are you accomplishing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's and that's gun laws in that general. Is a, that is a valid point because what are you know, gen, you know, genuinely, what are you, what are you accomplishing? Yeah. There's, there's a better mechanism. I understand what you're attempting to accomplish, but there's probably a better mechanism to, well, to accomplish that. I think anything, any you know, anytime anything tragic happens, and of course, it seems like it happens more and more frequently, and and no one. No one that doesn't sit well with anyone, whether you're, you know, you you pro gun laws, you, you, you're anti gun laws. No one's happy with what's going on. And everybody, I think, wants a solution. We just don't get to the same place at the same time. Um, but anyway, so this this that was what Governor Cooper basically paraphrasing what he said is like, hey, this is going to lead to more guns out there and and uh, it won't be as a rigorous process. And and so that was the argument. But it doesn't matter what the argument was, because it you know, they, they overrode it. And now the pistol permit process in North Carolina, unless something happens, I I don't know what would happen is, is no more. Of course, there's still federal laws and, and, you know, there's still background checks and there's still things like that. But, uh, Pistol permits were a pain in the butt. Good gracious, man. The number of peas you've dropped on this. <laughs> I keep waiting for you to mess up. And, uh, and you're really, you're doing a great job, man. I want you to do it like with a Clint Eastwood. Peter Piper picked a pistol permit. Pistol. And I'm not, I'm not a, I, 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 you know, I was raised with guns. You know, guns have never been. I was been raised a, with guns. <laughs> I was raised by the rife. No, I've always, we've My always. daddy. <laughs> Right. We've always we always had guns. Guns weren't a big deal to me. And uh, did you do one of those uh, those Christmas photos you seen? Nah. That? They've been putting those out there. All the like Congress nah. people who do the gun photos for Christmas. Look, I'm gonna take a sh- AR-15. Yeah, like the whole family. Everybody in the family's got one. Look, man, I. You tell me, little Mikey doesn't have an AR-15, Josh. <laughs> those people. Look, deprived. I, yeah, imagine it. A kid just Santa. Those Christmas pictures are unsettling. Yeah, what do you? I mean, well, it's it's pandering, right? Like no one, it's pandering. Like to who, the, who does that? The, the Congress people who want to play to their demographic. Yeah, that that those have always been unsettling to me. You know, um, well, well, nothing. And that's not nothing. to say that 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 being you know enjoying guns or being passionate about them or liking to hunt those things aren't unsettling in and of themselves, right? But it, but yeah, you get the whole family together, and take every, a everyone's picture. got their burners. <laughs> and this is your like, you could choose anything for your Christmas picture. But uh, nothing yeah. says warmth, love, and Christmas like an AR. So nothing you, says our Savior. So did you ever see the Simpsons where Homer gets a handgun? Did you ever see that one? Yeah, I, 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 I know who has <laughs> <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, I know who's seen it. So over and over. I'm never going to watch The Simpsons. I'm just going to be like, because you're going to, you walk us through the series right. history. So there's The Simpsons where Homer gets a gun. And as you might expect, Homer's not a very responsible gun owner. He uses it to turn off the lights, like change the TV, like he's just shooting at everything. Yeah. His family moves out and leaves him, right, because yeah. he's not safe. And he joins the local gun club, which is mostly the Republican characters sure. on the show, right? And they kick him out, too, because he's so irresponsible with his gun. The point being... Nobody likes anybody who's super irresponsible. Who's like an idiot with a with a weapon. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Like you're talking about on either side of the aisle, right? Right, like, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember in high school we went out. Uh, we didn't really go out hunting. We just went out to. We went out in the woods to shoot. Right. We went out into the woods to shoot. And it was a couple of guys, and there was a new guy with us, and he was very irresponsible with his gun. Oh, you can't Ooh. bring the new guy to the shooting party, man. And like we t- swinging it around. And yeah. Stuff. We Ooh. took his gun away and made him walk back by himself. You know, nice. like you know. So that's. I like to think that's like America. Like, yeah, we that's are, what it should be. We're okay that's, my, with, that's the America that I uh, <laughs> I want to be in. We're okay with responsible gun ownership, yeah. but the irresponsible, the brandishing, like the. Uh, but anyway, the legislator, the legislature saw this as like another impediment for law-abiding citizens to get a pistol, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're true. That's not that's the the argument isn't like. We want every. We want to. You know, if you want to go rob a Seven Eleven, we want you to be able to do it easier. It's. It's. I think that's the basis for most reasonable folks. The basis for like opposing additional restrictions is is they don't want impediments to the law abiding, decent, responsible people uh, to acquire weapons. Um, 
But yeah, man, the the whole idea, the whole concept of coming up with a solution is is just such a tricky thing, and uh, everybody gets so stuck, man. And I hate the fact that the increased frequencies almost desensitize people to the point sure. where it's like you're just throwing your hands up, and that's the wrong way to be, man. I think that happens a lot, and I think it happens, you know, on a lot of different areas. But yeah, I think people are, yeah, definitely desensitized to it, and then. I think a lot of people on these on these larger scale problems, like what what do you do? You get that. What do you do as an individual? You know, besides all we any of us can do is just go out and try to be responsible, good folks, you know, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I know we're up against a break and we're not going to solve this problem before it's time to take a break. And we will take that break. The Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, the power behind this program. They're practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Offices located conveniently in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. Cassandra Nicholas also joining us on the program, an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer in that Moorhead City office. If you have a legal situation that you are facing and you just need some questions answered, I've got a phone number for you, 800 651 Again, the number, 800 800- 659-1186. Leave your contact information, briefly what the call is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. And you can always email your questions to the show, and that's questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. We'll use them on a future program. We're back to wrap it up right after this. Final segment of the Outlaw Lawyers, Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, your host of the Managing Partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. They have offices located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and now in Moorhead City. And speaking of Moorhead City, that's where attorney Cassandra Nicholas joins us from that office. If you've got a situation that you're facing legally, you've got questions, always you can call the firm, 800-659-1186. That's 800-659-1186. And you can also email your questions to the show questions at theoutlawlawyer.com. Just leave your contact information briefly what the call or email is about, and an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer will be in touch. Josh? I'm trying to think of what else we could have talked about today. We talked about some very polarizing, uh, divisive issues today. We did, man. We did. We talked about uh, that one thing, and then we did that second one. So we talked, and, uh, we talked about... We talked about uh, Guns. We talked about legalizing marijuana, booze, and dog and products. Alcohol. Booze and dog products. I know we, we talked about Capri Suns with alcohol in them. That's a good idea, by the way. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, I do have those from time to time. You know, usually Capri Sun related. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could probably make your own alcoholic Capri Suns. Yeah, just you have could. a syringe right around where yeah. the straw goes yeah. in, and just put your yeah. choice in there. But yeah, and that straw man is going to keep people from drinking too heavily too. So it's like a limiting factor because you can't suck that straw man. You can't. You ever you ever try to chug a Capri Sun? Yeah, you just, and you squeeze, just it. squeeze it. But even if you squeeze it, man, you're not increasing that straw's diameter. Those the scientists who created those Capri Suns, they knew what they were doing. There's metering it out slowly, you know, <laughs> just to drip drop by drop, man. That was shrinkflation before. Shrink-flation. Yeah, you ever had one Capri Sun? Like just you're, you yeah. just drink one in kindergarten. You're a monster. <laughs> you're a monster. I think Capri Sun would have a trademark issue with your great idea. Hmm. Oh, we wouldn't sell. Nah, it. we're cutting them in, man. We're cutting them in. You <laughs> okay. can't make a Capri Sun without Capri Sun. Do you ever try to drink a pouch beverage that's not a Capri Sun? Then they're in. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. come on. They're on board. We talked about Hawaiian Punch. Yeah, we're thinking about all the soccer parents out there that are watching, you know, yeah. endless games, yeah. you know? I don't yeah. think Hawaiian Punch gets all the credit it deserves. As no, it needs more, man. Delicious beverage. Top to bottom, the 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 design, mm. the how, they think of how red it is, man. Think about how red it is. You know, I, you know, I was watching, uh, I only, you guys know this, I only watched like the same 22 movies over and over again. But I was watching uh, Mr. Deeds was on. Yeah. And he has a Hawaiian punch uh, water fountain. Yeah, he does. Mr. Deeds. He does. Yeah. He does. That's a, that's a good. You saw, did you see Adam Sandler? He won the Mark Twain. Award. I did. I tried to watch it, but I fell asleep in my chair. It sounds like you, man. <laughs> sounds that like every sounds Sandler like movie, you. too. Yeah. Just fall right asleep. Yeah. But, but he deserved that award, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's he was he's great, man. I got a newfound. Uh, I, I mean, I always I heard, he's a, great, I heard he's a great guy. Yeah. He's, you can tell. You. There's some people you can just tell. They're like genuine 
decent folks, man. And he's all the comedians that you would think he'd be competitive with. I mean, they're all buddies, and he kind of yeah, takes them, them. He takes them along with him. Who doesn't like? Who doesn't like him? Other than like critics and people who don't like his his movies. Like, have you ever seen someone like professionally that's like, Nah, I don't like that guy. He's a piece mm-hmm. of crap. Nah, never. Mm-mm. Seems like a real sweetheart. If you've never listened to it, uh, what is it? Dana Carvey and David Spade have a podcast. Have you yep. listened to that? No, I didn't know that. No. I, I listened to the Outlaw Lawyer exclusively, <laughs> exclusively. Yeah, on repeat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, they. I can't remember what it's called. Like fly on the wall or something. But they go around and interviewing somebody who had a connection to SNL. So they'll interview writers, of course, the famous people, uh, sometimes guest stars. Um, but it's very funny. And uh, but yeah, you can tell all the people that were on there with Adam Sandler, like they just did one with I think it was it was Andy Samberg, mm-hmm. and he was talking about they were all talking about how great a guy you know Adam Sandler was. Fly so. on the wall. Yeah, he, ta- he takes care of his uh, he takes care of his friends too, man. I would hope you guys would do that for me if you one of you gets famous from the show. You'll, <laughs> I think cast me in all of your movies. I think I think Whitaker and Hamer is the Adam Sandler of law firms. Yeah, that's good. That's our new tagline. <laughs> yeah, that's our put new that tagline. on a shirt. Josh, Josh, our gun-toting Clint Eastwood talking host. Do you like law? <laughs> Do you like, Do you like pistols? Uh, uh, you gotta like Adam Sandler. We got Nate Nate Bergotsky's coming to the PNC. We're gonna. He go, is. He yeah, is. He's yeah, a funny he's guy. He's a comedian guy. He seems like a friendly enough fellow too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to hang out with some we'll of these see guys. If he's, we'll see how funny he is. We'll see if he's up there with Sandler. Oh, I mean, that's Sandler that's, was good, man. I didn't, you know, you didn't expect. I didn't. I personally didn't think his stand up would. I didn't think it would be bad, but I didn't think it would be as good as it was to it, me personally. It was, yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was so good. who opened for him? All of his friends. It was like there was like a there was a SNL cast member that's like new, and then it was uh. Rob Schneider. Schneider, and then you had uh, David Spade. Yeah, David Spade was the when he was at the PNC. David Spade was the unannounced special guest, yep. and I thought we were going to get really. I didn't think we'd get anybody big, but yeah, he brought in David Spade. He and, takes his buddies with him, man. And we uh, we had the, we had the two oldest boys with us, and they had a blast, man. And they know who David Spade is. If I ever make it big. I never talk to any of you guys again, <laughs> especially you. You're gonna never see me. I'll do interviews. I'm like, tell me about this radio show. Like, what are you talking about? I never, I never heard of these people. You're just gonna do. You're not. You're not. Yeah. You're not. Quote unquote upgrade across the board. Yeah, yeah. Man. No, no, I could never do better than you guys. <laughs> For now. Aww. Yeah. For never. now. I could never do better than you guys. Um, well, anyway, we got through a bunch of legal topics today. We didn't answer any listener questions, so we got to have a listener question show because those are those are building up and. We got through a whole show and Chat GPT was down. We couldn't even use a uh, Chat GPT. And we made it. Yeah, your energy got it. better <laughs> the longer we went, man. Yeah. It was like you were getting yeah. life from the show. Yeah. We got across the deep end without the life preserver. The show is Good like a uh, Wellbutrin. The Isn't out- that like, <laughs> like an antidepressant? <laughs> is that know, what that man. is? I don't know, man. <laughs> the Outlaw Lawyer, another edition in the books. Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer, managing partners, Whitaker and Hamer Law Firm, and practicing attorneys here in North Carolina. Of course, Whitaker and Hamer, the power behind the program. Offices located in Raleigh, Garner, Clayton, Goldsboro, Fuquay, Verena, Gastonia, and Moorhead City. Big thank you to Cassandra Nicholas, also an attorney with Whitaker and Hamer, joining us from the Moorhead City office. So we say goodbye to her for Josh Whitaker and Joe Hamer. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we are done for this week. We'll see you on the radio next week. hosted by an attorney licensed to practice law in North Carolina. Some of the guests appearing on the show may be licensed North Carolina attorneys. Discussion of this show is meant to be general in nature and in no way should the discussion be interpreted as legal advice. Legal advice can only be rendered once an attorney licensed in the state in which you live had the opportunity to discuss the facts of your case with you. The attorneys appearing on the show are speaking in generalities about the law in North Carolina and how these laws affect the average North Carolinian. If you have any questions about the content of this show, contact us directly.